1: Can your savings weather an economic storm? There are very few physical assets you can invest in that are proven to stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. And Birch Gold lets you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. That doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings today.
0: Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio.
1: And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Let me tell you a little bit about Samantha Fay, the author of The Awake Dreamer, Lucid Dreaming, Astral Travel, and Mastering the Dreamscape, which explores the concept of soul travel in the dream state. She also co-hosts a couple popular podcasts, Psychic Teachers and Enlightened Empaths, which teach listeners how to embrace and celebrate their innate sensitivity and gifts. She has advanced degrees in education, is a Reiki master who writes and teaches all over the world about dreaming, Reiki, crystals, and intuition. And here she is, first time on uh, Coast to Coast. Samantha, welcome to the program.
2: Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here.
1: Are you related at all to the comedian Tina Fey?
2: No, I wish I were. I wish I had her comedic talent, but no, no relation.
1: Do you get that all the time?
2: All the time. Sometimes I'll just joke with people and say, yes, she's my cousin.
1: Let's go back a little bit. How did you get interested in dreams?
2: Well, I've had precognitive dreams and interesting dream experiences my whole life, but I think it really started back in 2005. At the time, I was married to a police sergeant, and I kept having a recurring dream of someone getting shot in the neck. And I, I never saw a face. I just saw the terrible, horrible impact of the bullet hitting a neck. And so, of course, I told him to wear his bulletproof vest all the time. And two weeks after that dream, those series of dreams, he was actually shot in the neck.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: Apprehending a criminal who had escaped from jail earlier that day. And I remember when we were, my family and I were sitting in the ICU waiting room and all my friends were there and they kept saying, this is what you've been dreaming about. This is what your dreams have been trying to tell you. And it just really hit me like something is happening so often when many of us sleep. And we're so quick to just chalk it off to, oh, that's a weird dream. That's a strange occurrence. That's a nightmare. And that experience really made me sit up and start to take notice of my dreams. And what I started doing is sharing it on my podcast. And listeners would email me their stories. And I started to look at, all these miraculous, wonderful things that are happening when we are, you know, quote-unquote, sleeping. I think something more is happening most often.
1: Exactly. Our very own webmaster, Lex Lonehood, the author of Nightmare Land, wrote a nice snippet about your book, The Awake Dreamer.
2: That was so nice of him. I have read Nightmare Land, I don't know, two or three times. I recommend it all the time. It is one of the best books on understanding the scarier side of dreams. So I'm eternally grateful to him.
1: He's one one heck of a guy, too. I mean, we're very fortunate to have him on the staff. You know, he's been my webmaster for almost 20 years that I've been doing this program.
2: Wow, I know. I've heard his name so many times because I'm a Coast to Coast insider. Oh, are you? He wrote my endorsement. Yeah.
1: Well, that's, that's great. He's a good guy. One day you guys uh, meet. He's, he's, uh, he's one of a kind. He really is. So let's talk about dreams. In your opinion, what happens when we simply dream, Samantha?
2: Well, I think some dreams are just that. They're just the way for our brain to process what's happened during the day, what we're worried about, what we're thinking about. But other times I think that our soul might actually be leaving our body when we sleep. And traveling to these other dimensions, traveling to meet loved ones in heaven, traveling to talk with their guides or angels about their soul plan. If you look at occurrences throughout history, I mean, every culture, every religion records some type of phenomenon happening in these dreams. And I think that we need to start looking at it more than just, oh, we dream during our REM sleep. I think we need to start researching and highlighting these amazing experiences that are occurring. So in the book, I talk a lot about precognitive dreams, but I also talk about this idea that we are astral traveling spontaneously, subconsciously when we sleep, and lucid dreaming. And so I think there's so much more going on when we are just closing our eyes.
1: Dreams are extremely powerful, Samantha, aren't they?
2: They really are. And, you know, you can, you can use dreams to heal aspects of yourself, to work on your shadow side, but you can also use the dream state to really overcome some challenges in your life and connect with your spiritual journey in a much deeper way.
1: And there's no question in your dream state you can solve problems and let whatever power and influence is on the other side, they kind of do the work for you, don't they?
2: Well, I, don't, I think they can do the work for us, and I think what they can do is point us in the right direction or give us a heads up or comfort us and let us know that we're doing okay or it's going to get better. For example, back in 2012, my mother-in-law had already passed, and I had this dream. I woke up. I was in my bed. Very often when we have these, I call them soul travel dreams, you'll wake up and you're in a very familiar environment. So in this dream, I woke up and I was still in my home, and I heard a loud crash in my living room. And so in the dream, I run out to the living room, and there's my mother-in-law who had been deceased at that time for five years. And I was so excited. I said, Maggie, oh, my gosh, there you are. And she said, hurry up, help me up. That took so much more energy. And I said, what did? And she said, they didn't tell me it would take that much energy to enter your dreams. So I don't have much time. And she grabbed my hands and she said, it means nothing. Do you hear me, darling? It means nothing. You're Mm -hmm. going to be okay. And the next day I found a lump in my breast and I'm okay. I caught it very, very early. Great, great. But going through that terrible experience, having her words in my ear from that dream, it means nothing. You're going to be okay got me through a very difficult time. So, yes, I do think that they can do the work for us, but ultimately I think it's up to us to follow through on the messages and the comfort and the guidance we receive.
1: I want to read Lex's snippet about your book, The Awake Dreamer. In The Awake Dreamer, Samantha Faye takes us into some fascinating nooks and crannies of the dreaming mind while exploring the Dream Skate's relationship to out-of-body states, healing, and astral travel. An intrepid guide, Faye's background as a medium gives her a unique vantage to share insights and ponder the imponderable, like do the dead still dream, and if so, are they dreaming of us? That was well done by Lex.
2: Isn't that beautifully written?
1: And it shapes up the book. Tell me about the title, The Awake Dreamer.
2: Well, it's this concept that when we are dreaming, we aren't actually sleeping, that we are actually, you know, there's three parts to us, right? We've got a mind, a body, and a soul. And I believe that when we're sleeping, our mind is resting, our body is resting. But I think our soul is awake, and I think it is traveling to other places. And sometimes that is maybe you have a, have you ever had a shared dream experience, George?
1: I haven't with uh, anybody that I really know, but uh, I have had strange occurrences where I've had a dream of some episode, and then the person that I was thinking about ends up calling me the next day, and whatever happened gelled. It worked, whether it was a business deal or a hiring or something like that. So I think in in the dream state, you do process each other back and forth that way.
2: Yeah, I do too, and I think shared dream experiences can really give a lot of credence to that. There's a wonderful book on astral projection by a man named Oliver Fox. He wrote in the 1920s, and he writes about how he and his friends in college in England, they would agree to meet in their dreams at a certain time in front of a pub. And sure enough, they would show up, all three of them. And one time they had agreed to meet at this certain pub on this certain night in their dreams, and one of the three wasn't there. And the next day, they ran into him, and and they said, Hey, we had a dream, and you weren't there. And he said, Oh, I completely forgot. And I just think stories like that are really giving us so much evidence that something mystical and magical happens when we're sleeping.
1: You're the only person that has ever made reference to a book called The Projection of the Astral Body by Hayward Carrington and Sylvan Muldoon. Look at you. I read that book years ago when I was younger. And uh, it was one of the best books on astral projection. And uh, there you are quoting it and uh, making reference to it. I mean, brilliant! Well done. It's,
2: it's such a it's such a fascinating read. I mean, I love Robert Monroe's work, and I think he's considered, you know, the go to guy for astral travel things. But but Sylvan was really one of the first to do it, and the way he writes about it is very accessible. And he talks about it in such different ways than most people. You know, we always have this idea that there's this silver cord that connects our soul Mm -hmm. to our body, and so when we astral travel, we're safe because that silver cord is there. And everybody describes it as being right where our umbilical cord is, but he does not. He says that his is right where his third eye is, which I I, found just fascinating.
1: But when you die, doesn't it sever from the body?
2: Yes, it does.
1: And that's it.
2: And that's it. Well... for this stage.
1: For, for that, for that stage, exactly. In your savings weather an economic storm, think about what you've put away for the future. Inflation can render cash worthless. Real estate can crash like in 2008. Economies built on a mountain of debt can fall like a house of cards. And there are very few physical assets you can invest in that can stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. It's why people are flocking to it now and why Birch Gold is busier than ever. Through a little-known tax loophole... Birch Gold can let you convert a retirement account into a tax sheltered IRA and physical gold. And the best part, it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket to make that change. To learn more, text Coast to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Let me ask you this again Can your IRA or 401k weather an economic storm? If not, call the people I trust, Birch Gold. Text Coast to 989898 and secure your savings Give us a story from the book.
2: Well, you know, one story that absolutely fascinated me, because I, I, I do have a lot of my own stories and listeners and friends' stories in there, but I also tried to put in a lot of history and, and research throughout different cultures to kind of ground it in, in the here and now. And one story that really fascinated me, St. Augustine shared a letter that he, some correspondence he had with one of his friends, who was a physician, and they were debating, you know, is there really life after death? And first of all, as a Catholic, I thought, St. Augustine, are you really debating this? But but he really was. He was questioning it. I guess even he has dark nights of the soul. So they're really debating back and forth, you know, when we die, is that it? Lights out? Or is there something else? And so his friend, Genadius, has this dream where this This man who did not have wings, but he wrote to St. Augustine that he knew it was an angel, appeared to him in a dream and started talking to him about this debate that St. Augustine and he had been having. And he said, where is your body now? And so the physician looks at his bed and he sees himself lying there. And he says, well, I'm sleeping. And he said, then with what eyes are you seeing me? And with what mouth are you corresponding with me? And he says to him, have no doubt that there is life after death after this.
1: That's perfect.
2: He... And that was in 451 A.D. Like, it's just amazing that people have always been having these experiences and, and debating this idea of what happens when we're dreaming.
1: Samantha, what is it about seeing deceased family members in our dream state?
2: Well, I believe that when we have those beautiful gifts, it is a way for them to let us know that they are okay, that they made it, and I think it is a way for us to process and heal our grief. I think it's it's a beautiful thing when you can go to a medium and hear your father tell that medium the secret nickname he had for you, right? Oh, no one but my mom and dad knew that. <laughs> That's right. That. That's great. But when you can have a dream where you can see your loved one, you can hug them or hold their hand and converse with them, I don't think there's anything more special than that. And what I have found collecting these stories of people who have had these dream visits, not only do they want to visit us, they they need to as well. It's part of their growth process. For example, my grandmother was not the nicest person. And we all knew it, and we all, you know, she just wasn't the nicest person. Well, you
1: put up with Grandma, right?
2: Yes. And so she passed away when I was 12. Well, when I was 33, I had this dream very similar to my mother in law dream where I woke up in my bedroom and I went out into the living room, and my grandmother was there, and she did not look well. She was wearing a yellow, tattered shift and had dark circles under her eyes. And she said, Samantha, I'm having a hard time with my life review process, and I need prayers. And I said, Grammy, of course, we'll pray for you. And then I woke up back in my bed. And, of course, I called my mother. And, you know, being an intuitive, it's not like my family's like, oh, yes, my daughter went to these schools and now she works as an intuitive. So my mother was like, what are you talking about? And I told her, you know, Grammy came to me in a dream. But I have to give her credit because she believed me. And so she called her sisters and her cousins And we got the whole family together. We started praying for Grammy. We said rosaries for her. We lit candles for her. That was it. Two weeks later, I have another dream. I wake up, go back out into the living room. My grandmother is there. This time, her hair is in a French twist. She's wearing this beautiful outfit, she's glowing. And she grabbed my hands this time and she said, thank you, thank you, the prayers worked. Wow. And then she just dissolved into a tube of light.
1: More loving than she, than she was in real life, I bet.
2: Yes, at that moment, yes, yeah. for sure. And so I think it's just a lovely example of how our work continues on the other side and they still need our, our prayers, they need us to talk about them and tell their stories, but they're also always here watching over us and letting us know, that they're with us, and that they can give us heads up about things that are coming our way, too.
1: You uh, write some uh, scary stories in the book, too, about a strange murder. Tell us about that.
2: Well, this is a very interesting story. There's a couple of murders that have been solved in dreams, but this one was more relevant and new. So I wanted to include it. There was a, a lovely woman that everybody spoke so highly of. Um, named Teresita Bassa, and she worked as a respiratory therapist in Chicago, and she was murdered, and the cops could not find anyone, any enemies. They, they were just at a, at a loss, at a dead end.
1: Like and, it was almost a random murder, they thought, right?
2: Yes, they had no idea what happened to her. And then another woman who worked at the hospital started having dreams of her where she was telling her who the murderer was. Now, I find it interesting that both these women were originally from the Philippines, both worked in the same hospital in Chicago. And I think often that we are connected to people that we share things in common with when we connect in dreams this way. And so she did tell her husband this, but they were like, we can't really go to the police and say, hey, I had a dream and, you know, here's the murderer. But she kept having dreams of Teresita Bessa, and so finally they went to the police, and to the credit of the de- de- detectives, they believed her, and they said, okay, it's this guy, Alan Showery. We can't just call him up and arrest him. We need something more. So they looked into his background, and they found out that he had actually been one the last person to see her alive. He had gone to her apartment to fix her TV. He worked at the hospital as well and said, I'll fix your TV. Oh, at least they had they could question him, but they didn't have anything to really arrest him on. Well, she had another dream where Teresita came through to her and said, Tell them to ask his girlfriend to show the police the jewelry he gave her. Oh. When they questioned Shaori's oh. girlfriend they saw the jewelry. They showed it to Teresia's family. They said, yes, that's her jewelry, and they arrested him.
1: Oh, got him on the jewelry.
2: That's right. And all from a dream.
1: Now, how do you explain that? What is making that happen? We know it happens. Is it the dreamer, or is there something out there doing this for us?
2: Well, like. So much in life, I think it's it's a combination of things. Uh, research shows that people who have these types of dreams tend to be more right brain, tend to be more creative, tend to have a more spiritual or meditative practice in their life. So they have done something in their life to open themselves up to these experiences. So I think that's part of it. And then the other part of it, I believe, is what Jung talked about, this whole collective unconscious. And I think that we are all connected in this beautiful web of interconnecting and interwoven energy. And if you just tug on one of those strands, you're going to have a connection and experience like this. And so because these two women, like I said, both shared the same culture, the same career, the same location, I think that she was able to be open to receiving this experience. And I think it depends, too, on personalities, right? Like, sure. obviously, Teresita wanted her murder solved, and some people are really not that motivated. They're they're much more forgiving, I guess. I think I would be more like Teresita, and I'd come through in everyone's dreams.
0: <laughs> Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah sorry we were looking for chumba casino That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
1: Chumbacasino.com
0: No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it on. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed